0: Six pick in the 2021 NFL draft. The Miami Dolphins select. That's so Dolphins Talk with John Baker and Trigger Trey Proctor. Can we check your poles if fired up? Dude, are we good? Dude, what did that seem in the league? If you don't have IBLAC at home, you're gonna go get some eye black. Oh my Alright, we're back. Hello and welcome into another edition of That So Dolphins Talk. I got myself, Johnny Bake Show, and the co pilot, Trick or Trey Proctor. Big dub, enormous Fin's dub. Mm-hmm. Damn 70 burger.
1: Buddy, we were we were texting back and forth, and you know, anytime we go into a big game, we want to talk about let's lay a 40 burger. Oh, yeah. When well, we had a 40 burger basically by halftime, and then we're pressing 50 burger. At that point, I'm like, dude, I can't believe we're putting a 50 burger. And then we were joking around. I went city. Not only did we get city, we got a 70 burger. And really, we had 70 with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Like we had a chance. That team could have put up 90 on oh, easy. the Broncos if we wanted to.
0: For real. And that's what Allison was watching the game with me, and she was like. I was like, you don't understand like, how many points, 70 points is in the NFL. Like, I haven't seen, like, we've even gotten close. We've gotten 60 because uh, I think that, I think that somebody on ESPN said that, like, Sean Payton's Saints got 60 in, like, 2011, but, like, that's unheard of. I loved it so much.
1: and Oh, the- my God.
0: Sean Payton talked all that shit about Tua getting benched for Bridgewater last year. And then a Lord Fang's revenge game, a Bradley Chubb revenge game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who's looked good again, back-to-back games. Um, Yeah. And like, dude, it just felt like it was one of those games. I said to my dad, I said, as we're watching a game, like I think we had a false start or a holding penalty or something. And then the next play on second and 16, we get a first down. And I said to dad, I said, this is what it feels like watching the Chiefs to where they lose like eight yards on a gimmicky play or something. And then we come back and just gain 18 yards like this. Like it's, it does. How many times in the past has a holding penalty just derailed a drive? We're done. Like we might as well just punt.
0: That's literally like our entire lives, especially in the Adam Gase era. (laughs) penalty? It was literally, we'll just run either a draw or a screen instantly.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think um, overall defense played well. Russell Wilson is elusive. So you know he was able to escape the pocket and make some plays. Um a couple of X's plays that he gave up. I think you know it, it's more of a Russell buying time and it's kind of hard to cover a receiver for that long, especially on that field that we're slipping around on Tom Garfinkel. Can we get that figured out? We're having this conversation again. Um but <laughs> I think um I think overall like defensively we 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 played excellent. I mean if you think about it, yeah, we had I mean we had this two force fumbles, but there wasn't really, you know, I guess when you when you think of seventy points, you're thinking of like defensive turnovers, punt return touchdowns, things like that. And it was literally just the offense stepping in there and scoring ten touchdowns. And there were don't get me wrong, the defense you know was opportunistic and turned the ball over. And Javon Peanut Punch Holland is absolutely you know again making his name for himself in the NFL. It's this this team is full stars, dude?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Holland. I think he's starting to find his groove in the defense. I really like that, and that's definitely one of my – that's one of my parts of for, like, the good and the bad and the ugly. Uh, obviously, the, the defense played really well. I think the one thing that – the one big takeaway that I want to give for the defense is that it felt like Russell Wilson, while he was able to escape the pocket, he wasn't getting upfield escaping the pocket. He was going behind yeah. a sideline. Side so, I well,
1: it looked like our depth. Like, it's, I don't know if because a lot of times DNs will talk about going into a game, they study the quarterback's depth drop back. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if they saw something on film that they knew, you know, normally Jalen and, and Chubb like to rush to this, this deep, this level, whatever it is. Yeah. And they changed his drop. It just felt like we were always like he, he was always one step up away or we were getting run out of the loop or normally we see that bet. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it was something game plan wise or it's just, you know, of course, Phillips ha- had a sack that he fell on. Chubb had a sack that he fell on. So we were slipping all over the field. Um, and Ogba, I think it was, ha- had him in the grasp, and he rolled out and was able to make a play. So it, you know, overall, I I thought the defense played well. Russell Wilson's got, usually going to make plays in a football game that, that comes to to bet, but it wouldn't have mattered if Russell Wilson was Tom Brady. It wouldn't have mattered if Russell Wilson had Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. It, it wouldn't have mattered because the A Chain Gang stepped in there and said, "Let me drop two hundy and four tuds on you." Tua said, "Let me drop in here and throw two touchdowns with both hands, right and left." He had more passing touchdowns with his opposite hand than Zach Wilson did with you know his his main hand. So, Joey Jets can you know where? So that's where we're at. That's my takeaways.
0: Fuck Joey Jets, by the way. Also, fuck yeah. you, TD Finns talk. I hope that you're sucking on a big fat one after two has just been dropping his dong right on the table for you. So, Did you see that he he came out and tried to say that,
1: or he tried to admit he was
0: wrong or whatever? And you know what? The Train's already left the station, bud. You're already left behind two years ago, bud. Not even two years. He's like
1: that with every team. He is TD insert TD NFL talk TD insert team here talk.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he'll probably try to convince everybody that Justin Herbert's still better than Tua. Yeah. Beat oh, that guy. Um, but getting into the good, bad, and the ugly, the good for me is Devon, A-Chan, A-Chain, where are we going here? Chain gang, word life, basic thug <laughs> Dude. Dude, uh, that running attack... He was on our ugly or the bad. Like, we were legit worried about this dude. Rightfully so. I mean, he was a healthy scratch. I know. I know.
1: I don't. Yeah, dude. I love it, man. I listen. I don't want a single word about Jonathan Taylor or any other running back ever muttered about this team ever again. And we still have Jeff Wilson running four threes hanging out. Not back yet.
0: I have a theory. And this isn't even a theory. I'm gonna steal. I'm just gonna say I'm stealing this from Reason. Reason said that at the deadline, instead of going for a running back, we don't need one clearly anymore. We should go after Aaron Donald if the Rams are sucking, because yeah. he's gonna get a because Wilkins is gonna get a bigger contract than Aaron Donald, assuming right? Yeah. Why would All
1: right? You- I think I think he's I think allegedly what was I think Aaron Donald's at. 24 mil a year.
0: Oh, and Wilkins wanted 20. Okay, fair.
1: And Wilkins was either wanted 20 or allegedly was offered 21. And
0: once 24. Okay. Well, I don't know, but still, Aaron Donald, dude. Dude.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Holy cow.
0: Who else? I mean, I don't really know who you could really, like, if you're going to go out in the trade market, I mean, barring, you know, knocking on wood here, barring injury, I don't know what else you would want to add to the team other than beefing the defensive lineup.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's our biggest death piece probably right now. I mean, um, cornerback wise, dude, freaking Catercohoo is stud. a stud.
0: Stud. Is a stud. Dude. Yeah. Stud.
1: Love it. Um, so I I you know, going into this year, I still thought we maybe need a little bit of help in the DBU room. I know we drafted Cam Smith, but he apparently isn't where he needs to be yet from a, uh, you know, football standpoint. Mm-hmm. Hated to see Eze e inactive again. I don't really know what's going on there. Healthy scratch. Yeah. I don't know if there's a game plan thing or what. Like, uh-huh. I wonder why they felt the need to call Chosen up and make him active. I guess because Chosen brings the speed that Eze e doesn't have. The anything I can think
0: of? Maybe he brings a veteran, a more veteran presence than what EZE probably brings. That's, that was my only guess for the reason for the switch.
1: Yeah. Um, So for my good, it's obviously the entire offense. I mean, you could go down the line and and list it. I'm done. I'm done saying the O line surprisingly surprises me. They're just good. And I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's play calling. I don't know if it's Tua, you know, throwing the ball as quick as he has, but even in the run game, dude. I know Armstead brings a lot in the pass game for us, but the way he was run blocking yesterday, seeing him downfield just burying safeties. Yes. That is huge. That is that is something that, you know, everyone looks at how many sacks we give up. Everyone no one looks at, you know, linemen getting downfield and getting that second block, getting that third block, getting that touchdown run block. Believe mm-hmm. me, we had a lot of touchdown runs. And it, it speaks volumes to this O-line, it speaks volumes to the coaching that. You know, they've been able to implement in the offseason, bought in and, you know, two of me, the comments, a big middle finger to everyone who was requesting a line help. That was me. So literally me. (laughs) Right. Yep. Shoot me. Shoot me the bird. I was I was clearly wrong because this team, I mean, this team's offensive line is a strength.
0: Yeah. As of right now, it's a strength now. I guess with the – I don't know how serious Connor Williams is.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. And Eichenberg's snaps are not crisp. So we need to get Dan Freeney back in the building if he's still available.
0: I think he signed with the Jets or the Pats.
1: Oh, no, we traded him, didn't we? We traded him for picks. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, shit. Well, they're probably regretting that now. Well, I guess guess – Because I figured – Honestly, they probably were trying to go after Jonathan Taylor at the time. But now that seems kind of like knee jerk reaction because I don't think I fucking trust Eichenberg to anchor. Dude, his snaps were
1: <laughs> fluttering back there. Let's just hope Connor Williams was. I I didn't see McDaniel's press conference. I know yesterday he didn't have anything to say. I didn't see what he had to say today.
0: Yeah, he was running free. Like he was, like he just fell and he had a groin pull. Didn't even get hit in the sack. So we can't even say that. Can't even go full oh. fast and say he got hit in the sack. Yeah,
1: that's not ideal. That's not how you want to draw it up.
0: It was on the A-chain. Um, Let me see if I can find some I info here. It the, I don't know if it was the swing that, like, toss out of the gun, which that is such an awesome play, dude. The way that they – used block- to hate that play, dude. I love it now. Dude, the, the way they block that up where Tehran just lets that, um, lets that edge rusher go and then it's Engle taking that guy on. And then Tehran is taking, he's going for the second level. Like it's beautiful. And then they bring the receiver to do the crack. Oh,
1: okay. So he said today, um, both Williams and Phillips. Cause he heard his oblique.
0: I, yeah, I did see that
1: our day to day. Okay. So that's good. Day to day. Good day to day is good.
0: Yeah, day to day's good. Get just put a little put a little bengay, get a little bengay a patch for that old groin. You'll yeah, be- we need
1: you this week. We need you this week against the Bills. We need it. we need all hands on deck. He said Waddle. Um, everyone was saying how Waddle was out three weeks with his oblique injury. That was just them being overly cautious, they said. So it's not you can't tie the two together.
0: No. I would definitely yeah. I definitely So I'm have-
1: hoping that means we're getting them. I mean, could, like I don't like to, I don't want to be this guy because I, you know, every game matters, mm-hmm. but after the bills, we have giants Panthers before the Eagles. So yeah. If we can get them through this game and you might get a little game break there. Cause we could probably win with Eichenberg at center and Ogball off the edge against the giants and the Panthers.
0: All didn't play bad yesterday. I didn't
1: know when he's in a pure pass rush role, he's fine.
0: Yeah, if if he if they put him in a pure pass rush role, I think he's gonna be fine. But him getting down in a three point stance and coming up out of it, I don't ever think he was ever that great. I thought he was just better standing up and rushing off the edge. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, he's gonna be in my good too because you know he came away with the interception. He looked like more of a presence. He only had the only sack of the game. So shout out to Ogbo on that because he's been on a little bit of a downswing for us too. Yeah. Uh, um
1: bad for me is I think our tackling overall has not been ideal. I thought you know they had Baker and David Long had that tackle that they both missed that they were hanging off of, you know whoever it was Johnson, I think it was um i I just think overall our tackling has been suspect um but that I feel like that happens in the NFL just because of the lack of tackling in practice, so I mean it's kind of nitpicky we have to do we do a good bad and ugly segment every week, so we have to find good bad and ugly. Right. Um, it, how you how do you find bad and ugly in a fifty burger win, fifty point win, scoring seventy? I don't know, but
0: that's <laughs> we're here. Folks. <laughs> the only bad that I have is Connor Williams because it looked like he was outwardly trying to, like literally, ruin the game for the Dolphins there early when he had all of those penalties. He had like what two false starts and then that illegal block. It was like, are you tr- are you seriously trying to sabotage this damn game right now? Like it's He's a saboteur. Like- <laughs> the saboteur saboteur yeah, uh but yeah that's that's the only thing i got for bad
1: yeah my bad would just be the tackling um
0: i'm with you on the tackling i feel like the tackling gets a little suspect defense feels yeah. a saggy in the beginning i don't like it does. It I, I, does i would think i'd like to crispen it up like if we would play a better first quarter if we played the the first quarter like we play the fourth quarter i feel like like they, the defense would be complete. I know that I, I totally completely understand like it's only week three of a brand new scheme and system under uh, Lord Fangs. But mm. I just, I don't know. I feel like they come out a little flat. I hate that.
1: I agree. I agree. I would agree with that defensively. Um, and my ugly. Sorry, I'm not to throw all these colors. I like this light bulb I got. My ugly has got to be. That fourth down play call by McCain. <laughs> that thing was so bad. It was like, it oh, was, dude. It's one thing if it didn't come right after an Ingold QB sneak.
0: I don't understand why they went back to the well with I I, I love Ingold. So do I, but why go back to the well back to back time? that like, You can't oh. do that. Yeah, you know, you can't do that. We have too much speed. Like, just run a jet sweep or a little pop
1: pass yeah. or anything. Like, come on. It's at anything this point, it was working. That's the yeah. only thing
0: that didn't work all day mm-hmm so
1: yeah. that's my ugly it's nitpicky it doesn't it didn't matter in the grand schemes of things no you know did. we still got to stop but right if i had to nitpick an ugly it'd be that for me
0: correct yeah um also want to add if you're listening to us in podcast platform you can also watch us on the youtube channel at uh the Podsky, and uh make sure you drop a like and subscribe to the channel also download rate review and subscribe uh, we're going to be doing these Dolphins reviews after every single week. So join us for that. So we also want to give a special shout out to um, Elena. Thank you for giving us a little love on the Instagram. So it's awesome. Yeah, that's be- great. Here to at least check out the game, uh, seeing a 70 bird drop. So shout out to you uh, for uh, being a loyal listener to that. So Dolphins talk. What's her handle?
1: Did you get what's the shout out handle?
0: Um, I got to pull it up.
1: So unprepared,
0: dude. I yeah yeah, we're professional podcasters here. Oh my gosh, so slow. It's Elena Slaughterback. It's her name.
1: Yes, Elena Slaughterback. Yes, thank you so much, guys. Please shout us out as you're, as you're at the games, or if you hate one of our takes, if you hate, if you like one of our takes. we appreciate the interactions. We 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 love. We're here for the fans. We're here because uh, we want people to engage in conversations with us, and um, yeah, we love it. We don't just do it for. Uh, John and I text twenty four seven, so we can just talk to each other. So,
0: <laughs> if it's not about dolphins, it's about Dame right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a whole other situation. Stay tuned for that. So heat podcast this year.
0: Heat, oh my gosh. Need.
1: That might be a weekly, though. We can't do one for every game. <laughs> My
0: goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, get into a stock up, stock down. Uh, stock up for me is the fact that we have a balanced offense, dude.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That That's a really good point.
0: I, well, I yeah, I
1: think going a- in, I think at halftime we were, I think it was a smooth 17 and 17 or something like that. I don't know what we finished the, the game at because he got a little lopsided with the run. But going into actual minutes, we were – 50 50 to 45 55 for the majority of the game.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that they said on the telecast that we were 30 for 30 last week, like 30 passes, 30 runs. So, I mean, we're really balanced this year. We were begging them to run the ball last year. They finally are. And it's all because yeah, I get kind of mad. I kind of wanted that one too. Stats, I want them in the MVP. I said to dad, because dad and I both have
1: most in fantasy and we're at the like the four yard line. I'm like, look, everyone got a little love. Let's get some more to a passing tutty, so I appreciate him with the no looks and the flips and all that, the, you know, shovel passes, the counters passes, had no stats. Appreciate that. He's, everyone knows he can only check the ball down, so I appreciate him doing that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I, I have Moster. I picked up Mostert. He went undrafted in all my... I think... I'm pretty sure Mostert went undrafted in every single one of my leagues, and I got him in two out of, like, the three that I'm in, and... Okay, everyone thought that A-Chain was going to come take that job over. Well, A-Chain was... Is, is, I think some people did pick him up now, but like uh he was he did he went undrafted too. So um
1: I mean I don't think it's fair to expect obviously two hundred and three yards and four touchdowns out of both backs every every single week. That's not gonna happen, but uh
0: but most he's got he scored every game. So yeah, Moster's dog. Which is a dog certified dog. Dog
1: Dog. <laughs> um, stock up for me, you know, I think Overall, the linebacking core has continued to improve. I was down on them early, um, but we – and I think that also plays – I think they're starting to finally get comfortable in this defense and understanding where they need – I think that that week one, I think we were misaligned a lot more than it had to do with the play calls or anything that Banjo was doing. I think we were misaligned. I think that linebackers aren't, weren't fully understanding – the differences in the two defenses that we, you know they go from playing last year to having this in live reps against another team that isn't in the preseason with your full unit um understanding where you know Baker and Long need to understand where Davis and Wilkins are going to be on every single play everything was snapped with a slant not that they I'm sure they understand that but it's so different in, unless you're playing with that right. so now that we have two full games of those three full games of those, that unit together I know Long didn't really do much week one but um, it's steadily improved and you know obviously the Seahawks or the Seahawks Jesus, Russell Wilson. the Broncos had to get a little um, pass heavy because they were down 4 million points so they didn't run the ball as much but I think overall our linebacking core stepped up immensely
0: yeah I, I definitely agree I totally I just it goes back to the same thing I always want Jerome Baker to do more and I don't know why I expect him to do more I don't know I guess just for the fact of watching him whenever he was at Ohio state and just watching him just fly around the field, which he does still fly around the field, but it's just, I don't know. I just, he must- kind of feels like
1: he kind of feels like one of the last, last pieces of like yes. old school when the dolphins still suck that have always stuck around.
0: Yes, He's still, he's, he's a gaze hangover. So like that is yeah. weirder is the fact that he's gotta be like the long, other than uh, Howard, he's, is he like the longest tenured player on the team? Because Howard was uh, first when did
1: when did we draft Ferguson?
0: Oh, I think Ferguson was like nineteen. I think he was on wasn't he on Burroughs team?
1: Yeah, he might have been on Burrow's team. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it's gotta be it's gotta be Howard and Baker.
0: it to be yeah, because I don't think they were the same draft class. I think Howard was the year before. Because they yeah. won the year before, then the year after they took Baker.
1: Yeah, so there that's why I think that's why you have a soft spot for because it's those are the last two pieces.
0: <laughs> i get i was giving howard shit yesterday too i don't know why i get so i get so i, I want to hate on him for some reason he, he's got to clean it up though brother wrap it up wrap it up when you out in the club
1: yeah yeah we gotta figure that out we can't be having that actually i don't care if you're fucking winning games dude, do whatever you want
0: yeah you're making money out <laughs> care. you winning games you get an interceptions. i mean just be respectful yeah yeah that's all um, stock
1: down, stock downs are punt units just because I don't even know what they look like because we don't have to punt. <laughs> we punted five times in two games.
0: Yeah, I know. The, 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 I I did have one. The, we kind of talked about it earlier, but my only stock up was that the fact that Eichenberg was able to step up in a, in a situation and he didn't. Call he didn't us. hurt us. You know, His snaps
1: weren't great. His snaps it, weren't great. But.
0: Great, but it didn't feel like Tua was gonna like get mauled if. You know, he didn't get like, like if it or the snaps or anything like that. So that was my only thing that I wanted to add for stock up. But yeah, stock down definitely. Yeah. My stock down is the safeties felt a little shaky at times throwing deep downfield.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. There were some that, yeah.
0: It not like a step late. And I don't know, like, if they just weren't expecting them to go, I, I don't mean, I don't mean your safeties. You got to expect them to go deep, but like, it just felt that they're, um, that, deep pass down the middle to I believe it was to Mims that they were just a, a, like literally a step late and that I mean Josh that's where Josh Allen's going to throw the ball next week he's going to throw it down the middle of the field right in between your safeties on a like on a bullet like we got to be there so that's my own. yeah
1: I mean we'll get to the game plan next week for that but Absolutely. I don't know how much it. I mean it's going to be the same story this week but how much of Russell Wilson buying time had a did, did that affect our downfield coverage
0: I, I want to give like some respect to Russell Wilson because he hung in there. He hung in that pocket and he, he got
1: drilled a couple times, dude.
0: Because he was taking some shots, like see, yeah,
1: which I like to see. Shots, Ooh.
0: boo, boo, boo. Shot
1: explosives,
0: boo, boo. Love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, I was just didn't want them to get any of them uh, late. It was late, a little rough in the pass calls, so that they always like. Yeah, Yo,
1: to- look, I, you know when that when those rules started to adapt even that in the targeting everyone said like oh the players will you know adapt to it and i was like no fucking way is a player adapting to how they land on a person if you look at wilkins hit on russell wilson i think the broadcast made a point about it dude that's a textbook tackle and like that really looked like in the past that would have been a full swan seal dive lay on swim on him type of situation and he he, you know, made a form tackle and then didn't land on him, which is like maybe, maybe those people are kind of right. Maybe they will adapt to the game. I don't know. Um, but look, but then again, you also have Waddle getting a fucking concussion because someone's headhunting. So, I, also, what happened to your boy? What happened to your headhunt boy? What I, I didn't hear his name all game. Was he did you get
0: he stood flat footed, dude. If uh-huh. you watch a lot of those plays, he was standing there flat footed. He was on the so they, uh, Go Brian Baldinger. Uh, huge shout out to Brian Baldinger.
1: His finger is out here.
0: Uh, finger, the old finger boy. Um, he, he had video and he was breaking down like what the safeties were doing. It might've been Orlovsky, which I love Orlovsky, but they were showing the video of like what the safeties were doing on that first Tyreek touchdown. And he was literally just running backwards from the start. And then there was another play. There's like two touchdowns. It was the one that Mostert ran. Uh, for his like third and then the a-chain one where he they did the second shovel pass like dude was just standing flat-footed in the back of the end zone didn't even move so i don't know what was going on but luckily we got out clean i'm just I'm yeah super thankful that we got out of these first three games clean we got to talk about the before we head into um before we head into the matchup for the bills the one, this is a, such a weird stat that, like, I know that you, uh, you quote tweeted it, but the fact that Tua is three for three, three and oh, first few games of the season, 72 for 101 passing, and eight touchdowns and two interceptions literally mirrored last year's stats. And, you know, if we think back to last year's third game, that was the Bills game. And right. Then-
1: I said on Twitter it was the fourth game, and I was wrong. It's actually the Bills game, but the fourth game he did get the actual concussion, so.
0: He made it through clean, completely clean, and so, like, you know, we're going in, and it's not a Thursday night game. It's a Sunday game, 1 o'clock. A little sad we don't have Kevin Harlan on the call, but we're going to have to listen to Romo, you know. I and...
1: love Romo. That's fine. I'll take Romo.
0: Yeah, but he's going to drool over uh, Josh Allen the entire game. But Good, gonna... I hope. And it... the Dolphins are underdogs, so you know. How come old... the... to, I, I love, I love it. That the fins are dogs. I love it. We got that know. dog in us. Keep doubting. I want. I love when the fins are dogs.
1: So do I. I want us to be dogs every single week, every single week. And best believe, you, I hammered that minus six in the last week. Dan, <laughs> hammered Dan. Shout out Maxi. Shout out. Pat. Um. Last thing I want to talk about before we jump over to the Bills game, the end of game situation that is rather controversial across Dolphins Twitter and the entire NFL. Okay, the yeah. not scoring, the kicking the field goal to mm-hmm. take the NFL record of 73 points. Right. Okay. Here's – I explained this – my dad and I were going back and forth a little bit. Um, and I explained this to him. This is me coming from a former retired high school football coach. There's every ounce of me, and I'm the type of dude, run the score up. I I, I would have been so thrilled if they did. It would not have cared. Hate us. I hope every NFL owner just complains, whatever, would not have cared. Mm -hmm. Flip side, totally understand why McDaniel does it that way. Also, totally understand why, in his mindset, like, this game doesn't – that record means nothing. Because guess what? If we score 73 points and lose in the first round of the playoffs, no one cares that we scored 73 points, Mm -hmm. okay? So I think, you know, he did the right thing, and in a weird – chase Rhodes kind of way it's almost more disrespectful to not kick the field goal because it's like a weird thing it says like you know we could have but right like, have you have your have your medicine sean oh man those after game interviews dude they interviewed sean and he was like what's the question it's like well this was historically embarrassing yeah what's the question yeah. and then the lineman that said
0: he said how do you feel and he said shit yeah <laughs> dude <laughs> Yeah, I I'm I'm echoing everything you said. I my feelings on it were yeah that was kind of stupid that they didn't go for the record because a, a huge part of me wants them to have that record. But then again, you know all that the Dolphins like all the Dolphins fans have kind of had for like thirty well more than thirty years is seventy is the seventy two fins which is a meaningless record that means literally nothing because we haven't done anything since. So like there's no point in doing a useless record that I- exactly what you said, if we get bounced in the playoffs by like 45 points, then then like literally we're gonna be the laughing stock because we ran it up and did that. Like mm-hmm. it, and it is kind of almost kind of like, yeah, you know, we got we it's more it's almost more of a mind fuck for the Broncos the fact there's like, you know, we could have, but we didn't. Like but yeah, I, I'm totally on board with the fact that I would rather the Broncos stay the laughing stock and the fact that the Finns took the high road and didn't, because McD- like literally coaches in the past, they would have ran it up. I feel like Gase would have probably tried to score 120 points.
1: Oh yeah. hundred percent. Well, Cause he was under the, he was under the microscope for not being able to score points though. So that, you know, I don't blame him. No, I, I think the other thing is McDaniel was so confident in his position that he's like, I don't need to score 73. I'll score 70 and, and we'll be okay.
0: Right, so that yeah, I'm totally cool with them not breaking the record. We don't need to do that. I'd rather keep Broncos a laughing stock, and we'll just keep on keeping on. Get yeah, a it. get a little Marino, 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 Paw debut, bud. <laughs> uh, but yeah, moving on to this uh, Bills game. So this is this weekend. There's two big games. We got uh, the Finns and the Bills at one o'clock, and then the four o'clock game, I believe it's Cowboys 49ers. So there's some people. Big- didn't know that. Yes. So I'm, I'm excited for this weekend. The fins are coming in at two and a half point dogs. And I guess I have some questions that I want to ask you, but what do you think? What do you think the Finns' defensive game plan should be? Like what, what's different this year from last year?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is the way we played defense last year, it allowed – like, we, yes, we created a lot of turnovers, but it also allowed quarterbacks to, if they find that running lane, to be able to hurt us with their legs. And the only thing that's hurt us leg-wise this year with any, you know, running quarterbacks that we've played, I know it's only been – um Russell Wilson this week, the only thing that's really hurt us is the escape in the pocket, right? So I think we need to figure out a way to limit what Josh Allen's able to do outside of the pocket and limit what he does with his legs. We're never going to stop it. He's going to make plays. We need to understand that. Um, and we also – I think if I'm Vic Vangio, I go into this game and I know Josh Allen is Josh Allen and, and he is turn of the ball over and I think that I'm, I'm allowing him to hurt himself before we, we feel the need to press. Now, that's the game plan going in. I, I think we need to be able to adapt to that too. If we can go in there and score the way we've been scoring, yes, we scored 70 points, but remove that and just look at even the Patriots game. You know, we still, even though that game was closer, it really felt like we controlled that game. If we're able to continue to do that, like this Bill's defense isn't great against the run, not great against the run. And we seem to have one of the better running, running attacks in the NFL numbers are a little skewed because we just ran for 6,000 yards. So, but uh, you know, I think defensively going into this game, you need to, you need to eliminate what Josh can do with his legs um, and figure out a way to get pressure on him. This is obviously a given, but how do we get pressure on him so that he's not buying time and hitting Steph on downfield, Gabe Davis downfield, um, this is a game I'd love to have freaking Jalen back for, man.
0: Yeah, this would be a great game to have, uh, Jalen. I I'm actually I'm glad that you brought that up because last year one of the big adjustments that were made like mid game, especially in that late season game, was the fact that they just spied Holland on Josh Allen, which I right, thought-
1: which they they may read they may do that again. The other thing is, um, I don't hate that you know. Brandon Jones spying him isn't a bad idea either so I don't know if that's something we could because look he's not Brandon Jones is a great safety but he's an in the box safety right mm-hmm. so if if we want to use a spy and still allow Holland to lurk back there and, and play play safety and not necessarily and have Brandon Jones spy him um, you know I think at the end of the day Stephon Diggs you know is is Stefan Diggs he's usually going to get his um but really, the answer needs – got to you gotta understand that I think this Bills team is going in here saying we need to score with the – they're going to be pressing the ball downfield. Yeah. We need to come in expecting them to press to score points because they're going to feel like they have to try to keep up with us. It's going to be a track meet. This is going to be a high-scoring game. I don't know what the over-under is, but bet the over. Like, I, I just I, – I think it's going to be a shootout. I, I'm picturing Mahomes, Allen – you know, Sunday night football, however many years ago, that what we you know was 45 to 45. Give me two seconds.
0: Well, Trey's running off. I, I personally think that based off of kind of like what we've been doing offensively and, and, and especially with defensively, it, I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't turn into a track meet. I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't turn into like one of those like, Hold your hold your ass, because we we got to score now, or we're going to be out of the game. But yeah,
1: when I say track me, I don't necessarily mean I don't necessarily mean that, but
0: I also think that I don't know if I want another Chargers game, but it might turn into that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, Josh Allen's good at football. I under, I understand like he's he's a damn good quarterback, and he had a couple down weeks. And he played like shit against the Jets, and I'm anxious to see what we do, what Vic does. Because if I'm a defensive coordinator going into this game, if I'm Vic Bangio, I'm taking that Jets tape and I'm taking the tape last week. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting them side by side and I'm figuring out what the Jets did to stop them and what did not happen last week to stop them, what the Redskins did not do. That's what I'm trying to figure out. And, um, and it may be that Josh Allen just played better and made the throws, but there's got to be something in there schematically that the Jets were able to do that the Redskins are not able to do, be it that their coaching staff isn't as solid, or that they don't have the players to do it. I like to think defensively, we have enough playmakers to be able to do whatever we want defensively. We have enough athletes, um, and I, you know, I really think I, I don't think this team's going to hurt us in the run game. I, you know, I don't think they have that ability, to be honest with you. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see what what Vic. I mean, the, all eyes are going to be on Vic. I think we're going to score points. Um, it's going to be a fun one, man. I, I Listen, I, regardless of the result, you know, regardless of the result, walking into our first four games, we wanted to be 3-1. and one. So if that's what happens, that's what happens.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I, I don't think – and I've come on here and said, like, I don't think the Bills are as good as what they used to be. But, like, the Bills are the Bills, and, the, like, they still have Josh Allen back there. They still got Stephon Diggs. They still got Gabe Davis. They still got Dawson Knox. Like, maybe the run game might not be as potent um as they want it to be and for whatever reason i don't know why it seems like they can't figure out how to run the ball and you know i don't want to be the one to get out here and say well they're not going to hurt us on the run and then they ended up running for (laughs) ninety seven thousand. yeah but the i don't i don't know what to expect from the defense uh for the bills i don't know what to expect out of them we still got to worry about milano because he's a rat bastard that is always lurking and I don't want to see him get anywhere near close to Tua this entire game. I feel like if we're gonna run the ball, we gotta run Alec Ingold right at his forehead. And I don't care. Let let Ingold get into it like he did with Judon. Like get get grimy. It's gonna be it's gonna be one of those games where we're gonna to have to get grimy. We're gonna to have to stay grippy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: stay
0: scrappy. Stay scrappy. Stay scrappy and get grimy. That's all we gotta do. Um but yeah, I I think I'm gonna echo. I think it's gonna be like a 31-28 game, and that yeah. could be either way, it could be either or because literally these teams are damn close. They've been close, and like they've literally- been close
1: every year, man. Where it's a it's a like a yeah. loss either way doesn't hurt either team in the grand schemes of they Like the, there are two playoff teams. Both these teams are making the playoffs. Right. Like I don't think that's that's ever gonna change. I, well, knock on wood. Both these teams are probably making the
0: playoffs, so gonna- you know. It would be huge to get a win early in the season in Buffalo. That'd be oh
1: my god! I- and then we go into Giants Panthers.
0: Yeah, that'd be huge. Would and then be- we have
1: Eagles. So we go into that Eagles game six and zero, basically. Not to overlook teams, but I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, I just I- I'm going in. I-, I would love to see them win, but I wouldn't be surprised if it if it literally ended up the same way that that late season game ended in. Like literally, it comes down to a kick and they beat us by one or something like that. I'm, I'm hoping that doesn't happen, but that could definitely happen. Um, we could
1: also walk in there and just dog walk them because I don't know if anyone's stopping this offense, dude. We, this is something different. I don't and know. And no that. one's figured out the blueprint. They can say that the Patriots did, but I'm going to argue that all they did was say, hey, we have arm set against the Patriots. for prob- That game's probably a, a three-score game, because we would have ran the ball down their necks, and that's literally what they said. Yeah. I saw a thing that – basically said the best coach of all time, Bill Belichick, one of the best defensive coaches of all time, went into a game and, and his moniker is do not let the best players beat us. He played a high school three safety de- – four safety defense to not let Tua beat him. Yeah. What does that tell you about how the league used Tua? Yeah. So I just don't know what – if the Bills have it defensively. I, Bills' Twitter, it's been, oh, they were a little scared. I'm seeing it on Twitter. They're like, dude, this offense is – they are kind of starting to see it. Just like I've always said Josh Allen's a good football player. I don't think he's
0: clutch. Time on Twitter.
1: <laughs> and I, I will speak it again. He's Tom Brady without the rings. He's whiny, and he's entitled. But he's a good football player, and he makes, he makes great plays. Flashy, great, great. Shrinks big time and clutch. Shrinks in the playoffs. Shrinks.
0: I mean, it could just be a product of the fact that they're still in the same, they're like literally peaked at the same time that the Chiefs did. Maybe. Not-
1: but their windows pass because this is all gas, no breaks. It might be Dolphins. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, and then the only, the last thing I want to do is that H-Chain, Do we think that that was planned, making him a healthy scratch? And then bringing him in for a couple plays against the Patriots and then fully unloading him so that they can go into this Bills game. Like, we still got another wrinkle we got left to throw at you.
1: And Jalen Waddle didn't play. We scored 70 points without 90% of the league's number one receiver. Jalen Waddle's number one on almost every other team in the league. Yeah. I can probably name maybe, maybe there's probably five to eight teams where he's not the number one on every other team and he's not, and we missed him.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm super excited to get Jalen back because he's he's trending towards playing, so that's good. Yeah, he's
1: good. Honestly, I think had we not had all the concussion bullshit with Tua last year, Jalen would have played this week. because Kenny Pickett's already probably had six concussions and played every single game. So I mean, it only it only changes offense.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> but true. But yeah, I'm glad that you know Jalen got a week off now. He can come back, and then we're fully healthy. We're trending upwards still. We're still trending up, which is good.
1: That's next level thinking. If McDaniel healthy scratched, then teetered him in, then featured him. That is next level thinking. I don't know. Like he's always seems like a Chestnut Checkers guy, but I like to think most NFL coaches are going into every game trying <laughs> to throw their full arsenal.
0: They played his comma. played him a little bit more, and he took him out and they put Adrian in. I don't know. I'm, I may be onto something, but I may not be.
1: I mean, they might just—they might really truly be a, a. This goes back to the stupid. Why do we need? Did anyone
0: find out why we need inactives? Did anyone figure that out yet? Oh no, I haven't seen anything. We got to
1: get so it. we got to we got to figure that out. Why is there inactives in the NFL? Because this goes back to that. Like maybe there were maybe Mike McDaniel is this next level. Like I understand I can hurt you with a bunch of players, so I'm going to play the best players in that matchup. Well, that too. But there's no way that 18 is not active every single week the rest of the year unless oh, no. he
0: heard he's gonna be active every single week, every single game but yeah but um i guess my final prediction is gonna be uh 30 my my final prediction is gonna be um 30 31 28 dolphins and i could easily see it being flipped the other way
1: um i think we i think we score 35 we average over 30 points a game even if you subtract this game and knock that back down to our existing average we still average over 30 points a game um, I think the Bills average 20. Well, they had a big week this week, so I don't know exactly what their average is, but um, I'm thinking 35 21. I think we win by two scores.
0: Pretty here first. Enjoy the game on Sunday. Make sure you follow us on socials at the underscore Podsky, unsad Fins fan. Uh, you can follow Trey Him on Twitter. You can follow myself at the underscore Podsky on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, drop a like and subscribe on the YouTube. Check out everything else that we're doing. We got the Podski 100 coming up. We got all kinds of other stuff. If you're into the, if you're into the wrestling, R A S S L I N, that's wrestling. Uh, or if you want more fin stuff, we're going to be coming that at you uh, after every single game. And fins up, baby. Fins up.